After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from Bayer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The Leafs Bieber jersey. Hot or not? I don't like the jersey. We were watching the game last night. I'm like, this is too much not Toronto because I posted it to Instagram quite some time ago. There's like between 60 and 70% of the respondents saying, yes, they like the Bieber Leaf jersey. What's wrong with people? I, You know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I like the traditional jerseys better, but I'm okay with it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Howdy, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the RP Show. It is uh, a football Friday, although you might not necessarily know that by our guest list today and our show topics, which are coming up. But I do have a lot of it's quality over quantity. Some a lot of great football points coming up. Why did I feel Darren DuPont, the moose, like saying a delicious cheese sandwich? We have a delicious (laughs) cheese sandwich. Waiting for you today at the end of today's RP show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing really good. Yeah, Tom Green, man. He just cracks me up every time. I don't know why, but he does. A delicious, can I interest you in a delicious cheese sandwich? Yeah, every Netflix fan right? right? Make it. Uh, right. Uh, can can you tell I'm ready for the weekend? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm here in South Florida. The Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and we're repping our teams, as it were, here as we set sail on your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. Coming up on the program today, we're going to talk a little March Madness with uh, NBA on TSN analyst and NCAA analyst Leo Routens. The great Leo Routens will be with us in hour one. Also coming up, Jamie Thomas, radio color commentator from Winnipeg Jets Radio. C680 CJOB, Manitoba's information superstation. And Stephen Stamp will be with us to preview another big weekend in the NLL. Because as we all know, every weekend now from here on in is big in the NLL. And uh, the reason I wanted to put in Manitoba's information superstation is we had a very interesting meeting this morning, Moose. You were part of it. And our data analytics and social media content creator, Nelson Vo says we have such a big following in Winnipeg. And I can tell you that it never gets old to say that we're big in Winnipeg. And uh, I like Winnipeg. I feel like you like Winnipeg. I do. I do. 
And he's not going to elaborate. That's as far as we're going down the line. Uh, but Jamie Thomas has a couple of interesting CFL stories, too, that he, you know, he's not coming on to talk about that. But we'll get to those a little later on. It has to do with interviewing truculent coaches, okay? So stick around for that. that those are always fun topics. Can you hit the quick stick show horn, please, Director Jordan? Please and thank you. Thank you. You're not going to believe what I'm opening with. Canada's men's soccer team will have to wait to book its ticket to the World Cup a little longer after losing 1-0 to Costa Rica in qualifying play Thursday night. Celso Borges scored the game's lone goal for Costa Rica in first half stoppage time. The Canadians went down a man in the 40, sorry, 34th minute. How could I get that wrong? When Mark Anthony Kay was sent off with his second yellow card of the match, Canada will have another chance to qualify Sunday when it hosts Panama in Toronto. And uh, Moose, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Capital Automall with dealerships all at the prairies, including Capital Ford in Winnipeg, right across the street from Polo Park Mall. What are you paying attention to the most this weekend? Do I have to say in the world of sports, I tweeted it. Some time ago, we're getting some very interesting responses. My options are March Madness, NHL, CFL Combine, or other. And the first person to respond is our former intern, Rachel. She's like, obviously, Canada's game on Sunday. Hello. And she did give it an LOL. But I'll just be honest with you. That's what we do here in terms of being real and authentic. Not even on my radar. But at least... You know, some people are going to say NLL. Some people are going to say junior hockey. Uh, for me, it'll be the NHL. How are you answering that poll question? It's a, it's a toughie for you because professionally, you're working in a league that was none of those three things that I just designated. Yeah, of course I'll be following the NLL. But you know what? Honestly, um, March Madness for me. I I love getting into it. I, I watch, and, and my bracket's still alive. So I've been uh, I've been I was watching last night, and I'll be watching again tonight. Hmm. I sold a lot of pink drink yesterday just by drinking it on the air. How about that? Maybe we should sell sponsorship to some some drink <laughs> because people are paying attention. Anyways, my vote is for the NHL, and we roll into point two. David Pasternak had his 12th career hattie, scoring the tiebreaker with 4.10 to go to help the Boston Bruins beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 and move ahead of the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions in the Eastern Conference playoff race. And here we go through Thursday's NHL leftovers. In Montreal, Claude Giroux had two assists in his first game for Florida. Fellow newcomer Ben Chirot set up a goal as well against his former teammates, and the Panthers beat Montreal 4-3. Alexander Barkov, Mason Marchman, Anthony Duclair, and Sam Reinhardt scored for Florida, while Spencer Knight made 28 saves. 4-3 was the score, y'all. The Panthers barely beat the worst team in the NHL. Just putting that out there, that is the talk amongst my South Florida peeps that are hockey fans. They just barely beat Montreal, and I'm going to move on. Travis Konechny scored twice, and Hayden Hodgson had a goal and a helper in his NHL debut as Philadelphia beat St. Louis 5-2. In mini, Joel Erickson X scored 31 seconds into overtime. Cam Talbot made 26 saves, and Minnesota kept rolling with a 3-2 win against Vancouver. That's four in a row for the Wild. 
The Ottawa Senators erupted with three third-period goals in just over three minutes to beat the Jets 5-2 in Winnipeg. Brady Kachuk scored a pair for the Sens. Shout out, Ottawa. We have a lot of people watching in the nation's capital, I'm told, by our analytics. Josh Morrissey and Kyle Connor scored for Winnipeg. Another big night for Neon Leon. The Oilers' sniper scored twice, lifting Edmonton to a 5-2 win over the visiting San Jose Sharks. Kyler Yamamoto, Evander Kane, and newcomer Derek Brassard also scored to snap a two-game skid for the Oilers. And Darren Artur around the NHL ends in Las Vegas, where Jenny Dadanov had a goal and two helpers in Vegas. Defeated the Nashville Predators 6-1 on a night that included a frightening injury. Golden Knights forward Brett Howden, the former, he's the former Moose Jaw Warrior, right? Was wheeled off the ice on a stretcher after going headfirst into the boards near the Vegas bench. He was taken to hospital and was in stable condition, according to the Golden Knights. So I was watching closely and dissecting the Florida-Montreal game, and then I went to bed. You, sir told me you watched the Vegas-Nashville game. So what's your report on that tilt? Well, I mean, you watch that game and you don't, you wonder how the Vegas Golden Knights are a team that's on the outside of the playoffs looking in, right? Nashville's a pretty good hockey team. And, you know, they've got good goaltending. Got Roman Yossi on the back end. You know, they've got some players up front. But, you know, Vegas kept coming all night. Dadnov, who we thought was going to be shipped out of town, ends up staying in town, ends up having a multi-point night and scores a goal. Stevenson was good. Um, the whole group was pretty good, you know, and, you know, Jack Eichel seems to fit in with that group pretty well right now. And, uh, you know, if they play like they did last night, Vegas will be a playoff team. And, uh, when they start getting some guys back like Mark Stone, they'll be, uh, they'll be dangerous again. You mentioned Chandler Stevenson, Chandler, Butabing bing Stevenson, the former Regina Pat. So what you're telling me is they grabbed their nuts last night. Is that what you're telling me? The Golden Knights? I'm telling you that. that. Yeah. They, they grabbed their nuts How last night and. Logan Thompson, man, he might be the guy in goal. He's playing good. Well, because they don't have anybody else, but way to go. Vegas, our seventh highest city for viewership and number one in America, as our analytics tell us. See, I love the analytics. And I also love the people that watch every day, and I appreciate it, uh, like Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York. He writes it, he says, I'll be following the Albany Firewolves Try to bounce back from a bad game against the New York Riptide. That's in the NLL. He says, hopefully they'll be able to beat one New York-based team this season. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, Oilers! Yes, they won. They won. And uh, I'll move on. But I love the people that tune in every single day. Tell your friends we're live on the air right now. Tell everybody. The RP Show is live on Game Plus plus YouTube. As I move into point three... Of the show topics here, the quick six. Center fielder Randall Gritchick was traded Thursday by the Blue Jays to the Colorado Rockies. Toronto got left fielder Remel Tapia and infield prospect Adrian Pinto in return. And we conferred with Clark. We deferred to producer Clark on whether this is a good trade or not. He just gave it an immediate yes, and I appreciate your speed in that delivery and decision, Clark. I do. Bingo! But, Darren, I went, yeah, I went back and I looked, I dug into it a little more. And according to the Canadian press and general manager Ross Atkins, Grichuk became expendable with George Springer becoming, or sorry, beginning the season healthy and the Blue Jays' presumptive starter in center field. Teoscar Hernandez and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. will bracket Springer in the outfield. So as I was reading that and putting together the quick six show topics this morning, I was thinking about this, why I was getting annoyed 
by the fact that, you know, if George Springer had played five more games last year, the Blue Jays probably get into the playoffs. And I don't want to start a holy war here with the Blue Jays fans and certainly not Clark. But I'm thinking this is where baseball loses me because I've seen guys in football play on broken feet. I've seen guys playing hockey with dislocated shoulders. And George Springer, you got a quad pull? What? For $25 million a year? What? I don't understand it. They lose me, Moose. Make some sense of it for me. This guy, George Springer, was winning games on his own when healthy. As John Lynch would say, he's GWH. Great when healthy. But it was far too rare for the Blue Jays in 2022. And then I sit back and think about this American League East prediction for the Blue Jays to be first. And I'm like, it comes down again to injuries. Because if George Springer and God knows who else can stay healthy, they're not going to win this pennant. So that's my take on this. <laughs> they have to be healthy. You're right. They do. I mean, you're not going to win games if you can't stay healthy. I would say, you know, baseball, you're using, well, I mean, all sports, you use your legs so much that your quads are, are kind of important. Um, there's, no, there's no rest, though, in baseball. That's the one thing I noticed. I mean, is they play so many games day after day after day that you don't have you know, a, a week of practice where you can rest and, and get some treatment and keep that thing covered up. Um, so that would be the difference I would see. But yeah, they got to stay healthy and he has to stay healthy. They've, they've put their, uh, their nuts on the table, so to speak, right? I mean, Grichuk's gone and now you know, he's got to stay healthy if they're going to have a chance to really compete. Yes. Let's get the comments going. Let's hear from them. It's Friday. As you can tell, I'm feeling bouncy and spicy, and I'm uh, more than happy to get your comments in earlier on than the designated Taco Time viewer takeover. A lot of time remaining here in this opening segment of the warm-up, so we'll move on to point four. Pascal Siakam says the Toronto Raptors know that every game counts from here on out this season. Spicy P stepped up to the challenge last night, hitting six three-pointers. In a dominant 35-point performance is the Raptors down the Cleveland Cavaliers, 117-104. Tirana and Cleveland have identical records, 41-32. and 32. They're vying for a top-six spot in the Eastern Conference in a bid to avoid the play-in route to the postseason. Now, we sit and talk about potential rule changes in the CFL, uh, whatever league, NHL, we've talked about it. I like the NBA play-in tournament because now it's got more teams involved down to the end of the regular season, right? Top six are confirmed at being in the playoffs, and then it's what, seven, eight, nine, ten playing a tournament to claim the last two spots, and it's awesome. So that's an example where rule changes can really help. It, it ignites more markets, uh, makes games more important to the end. Maybe that's something that the NHL should consider. Uh, and I'm going to move on to uh, point 4B, and that's March Madness. Like after... I don't care anymore because my bracket's so far gone. I don't have a shot of winning this thing at all. So I've kind of stopped paying attention. But with Leo Routens coming on, I wanted to have some idea of what was going on. So after a couple number one seeds went down Thursday night in the men's NCAA tournament, the Sweet 16 will conclude today with number three, Purdue, against Cinderella, number 15, St. Peter's, number one, Kansas, against number four, Providence, number four, UCLA, versus number eight, North Carolina. And number 10, Miami squaring off against number 11, Iowa State. The women's Sweet 16 will also get going today, highlighted by powerful number one South Carolina and Canadian star Letitia Amakir taking on number five North Carolina. 
that's all I'll say about that. I just wanted to have a sniff of what I was talking about with Leo Routens. Um, point five, I've got to sneak in my junior hockey stuff here, okay? SJ last night, Estevan beat Notre Dame 3-2 to go out 3-1 in that series. AJ Spruce Grove beat Whitecourt 5-0. I have no idea what's going on in that series, but I can say that my cousin Ethan's uh, junior career concluded when Canmore got swept out by Brooks. And I'm going to throw this in, Moose. It's my sixth point. Can you believe I got them all in here? And then we'll debate them wow. all coming back after the break. Yeah. In, uh, it's football, because it is a football fraud. Deshaun Watson's first day with the Cleveland Browns was anything but routine for him and for the Browns as Deshaun arrived in Cleveland for a physical and to perhaps finally answer questions about his past behavior, a second Texas grand jury declined to indict the quarterback who has been accused of sexual misconduct by 22 women but still faces civil lawsuits. Brazoria County District Attorney Tom Selleck his name's Tom Selleck. Magnum P.I., that's what he's doing now. He's a lawyer in Texas, Magnum P.I. He said in a statement, quote, Accordingly, this matter is closed. Okay? And here in Miami Gardens, Florida, Tyreek Hill is fast on the field, fast with his words, and fast at making first impressions. Consider this uh, highlights from Tyreek Hill's first Full day as a member of the Miami Dolphins. The wide receiver, who calls himself Cheetah, raved about new coach Mike McDaniel's offense, revealed that the record-setting value of his new contract brought him to tears, and he challenged teammates to foot races. The Dolphins introduced the biggest two names from their offseason and free agency makeover, Tyree Kill and offensive lineman Teron Armstead on Thursday, and neither made any effort to hide their belief that the Dolphins are poised to make big steps forward this year. Tyreek Hill got an extension, as we all know, so we talked about it the other day, from the Dolphins worth $120 million over four years, $72 million of that guaranteed. He says the only other time he remembers crying was when his daughter was born. How about that? How about $120 that? million buys a lot of diapers. And the Dolphins called and said, do you want to come up here and be, well, down here and be part of this uh, media availability? I'm like, I can't. We're on the air at the same time as you guys are doing that. But I love it. That's, that's, the, way, that's the way this business needs to work. Like, what do you call it? Outreach? The teams yeah. need to do outreach. And, uh, you know, hopefully next week when the NHL GMs are down here in this area, I'll be able to set up shop and do that because we've been in talk with the National Hockey League, but it would have been cool to be part of that Dolphins thing yesterday, but it feels like that's going to happen in the future. So we'll debate all of these things when we come back, all right? This is the warm-up on a football Friday, and you are watching on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and 24 hours sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. And again, my thumb making an appearance in the bottom right of your screen. Welcome to sunny South Florida, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader. In Combustion Services, the moose is with us, and uh, <clears throat> as usual, you can put this moose on my tombstone. He didn't mean to offend anybody. 
The tombstone Uh-oh. that says hi is the Empire State Building uh, with sayings that I want put on it. Uh, the poll question today, what has you most interested this weekend? Your options, March Madness, NHL, CFL, Combine, or other. The Saskatchewan Rush people, not offended, but I think potentially somewhat miffed that the NLL was not put in the poll uh, options here. March Madness, NHL, CFL, Combine, or other. Uh, leading the way with 37% of the vote is the National Hockey League, 32% March Madness, 17% saying other, and uh, 14% saying CFL Combine. And that reminds me, I had a football guy text me last night, I'm not going to say from where, because if I told you, you'd guess, you'd know. And he says, are you covering or watching the CFL Combine? And I'm like, "Uh, no, that's a no for me, dog. Doesn't mean it's not important. I'm going to be following uh, the NHL games and whatever else, probably heading down to the Keys this weekend. And I think it's awesome that the CFL is providing live coverage of it for their fans. I just won't uh, be watching it. And I'll get to the comments in the chat because there's some good ones here. You probably won't have, well, maybe you'll have time because the rush game, 7.30 p.m., Calgary Roughnecks in town at Sastel Center. The Combine uh, bench press starts yeah. at 2 p.m. Eastern. Do you, Moose, have any interest in watching it? I'll, uh, I'll have, I have interest in the numbers. I really do. I, oh, sorry. I don't know about actually watching the Combine itself, but I have interest in the numbers. Absolutely. Um, but I'm more curious. Did you just drop a rant? Was that a Randy Jackson American Idol reference? Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Was that? That's a no for exactly me, Doug. Was. Uh, I loved it. And it's funny because I haven't, I haven't watched American Idol in years, but I see it on whether it's Ryan Seacrest social now that the season's back on. So maybe I thought you were watching and Randy Jackson was back. No, that seems to be echoing in my ears quite a bit, that phrase, because to be honest, <clears throat> and let's get the comments coming here, and we got our Bet Regal weekend uh, featured game contest coming up too. But, you know, when I say with the Dolphins uh, saying, do you want to come up and cover this? Um, you got the CEBL saying, you want to come out to the games? Mike Morielli, the commissioner, writing me the next day. Hey, Rod, thanks for coming out to the games. Like, it's the outreach stuff. And then you got other teams that aren't necessarily not doing that, but, you know, raising ticket prices in this time coming out of a pandemic, I don't think is a really good idea. And uh, for, for instance, my little sweet mates where we have our Pat season tickets. You know who those guys are. You had uh, you broke bread with them in Calgary when they came through town. That's right. Uh, they sent me the form for our next year's season tickets. It's gone up 40%. In my case, $1,000 per season ticket. I have two, so $2,000. Each ticket's gone up 40%. Do the math. Bing, bing, bing. It's gone up to $2,800. So in the group text, I wrote back, uh, that's a no from me, dog. Same thing. So trying to get people back into the building and then jumping your ticket prices by 40% isn't the way I would do things. And on the flip side, as you and I mentioned in Edmonton, or sorry, when we were in Calgary, but talking about the Elks, the 4,000 season tickets they sold at $100 is $400,000. What the hell's wrong with that? That's paying for your quarterback right there. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, it gets people in the building. And that's just step one. It's not just four grand or $400,000. 
you know, you got to think of the average um, amount of money people spend during the season on merchandise, when they had programs for sale, food, booze, all that kind of stuff, right? Parking. Um, now, not everybody's spending that money, but some of them are. And so you can probably add another, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40% on top of uh, the 400000 that you earned on season ticket. Sure. And that's the thing that I mentioned, you know, when we have talked about how some CFL teams don't want to be talked about through the offseason, some do. So that is a insult to the teams that are like, yeah, talk about us. For instance, the Stampeders picking up the phone and saying, do you want to put these guys on your show? The Stamps did that. The Elks have done that. There's just other teams that don't want it. So it's not, it's not a bra- a painting the CFL with a broad brush that way. And I don't have a problem talking with uh, or about those teams. By the way, from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, I watched a few episodes of Life After Death with Tyler yesterday. Amazing. That's the medium, the Hollywood medium that you said that you were familiar with. Uh, I watched three more episodes last night. Life After Death with Tyler Henry. Like I said, I went to a medium here. Told one of my cousins about it, and they're just lapping it up. Oh, my God, it's amazing. What did your mom say? And then I talked to another cousin about it, and they're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, they, you know, they could have said, and they, you know, they just could have just guessed that it was Saskatchewan. They could, stop. You don't believe in it? That's fine. You don't. I'm not going to sit and argue with it, but let's stop. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Um, John in Edmonton writes, and he says, what do you think of the province of Saskatchewan adding an events tax to sporting events, concerts, and other events? Obviously, I don't like it. Obviously, I'm not surprised. Does that surprise you at all, Darren? Or what is your take on that, that the province of Saskatchewan has added a tax on sporting tickets? Call it what you want. I mean, they want to add a tax to make more money, right? So they're going to name it something. Um, And, (coughs) excuse me, part of it is, I think you added the tax to the sporting events because government's feeling a lot of pushback, I think, for venues and things like that. You've heard it from people that say, well, I never go to the stadium. Why do I have to pay for the stadium? I never go here. What, you know, and I never use it. I never watch the riders play. And they don't understand the economic spinoff for their uncle's restaurant or their hotel or their laundromat or whatever. Um, this is just a way to make the people who go to the games pay the bill. I don't like seeing fans get charged more. It's already getting expensive to go to games, but I understand it too. Oh my goodness, Moose! Uh, what? Oh, not 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 a big deal. I'm just I opened up the 902 text line for the first time today, and uh, Kelly in Edmonton. I just saw this message came in after hours. Rod, love your show. Hope you don't mind me asking what the pink drink po- probiotic is. If possible, how could I obtain some? Signed, Kelly in Edmonton. Number one fan. Just because I was drinking it on the air for the love of... That's something that advertisers should know. But that's the other thing about (laughs) advertising. Um, when, When the host or hosts use the product and are believers in the product, it's a lot different than just a 30 second spot that you just threw in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, a lot more valuable for sure. The 30-second spots are still valuable. We do sell those, by the way. Um, but no, you're right. Like when you get that symmetry of a product and a host, and a, like when brand, it's called brand alignment, 
everything lines up perfectly and it's easy to sell that. Hmm. Um, from Don, our Navy friend Don, says raising prices to an already strapped public is not very smart business. Well, I wouldn't think so, but I'm not running a sports team. So do whatever you want, and I guess the proof will be in the pudding with regards to the team. It's, it's the Pats, and we've seen the uh, complaints about it. From the fa- I have seen the complaints about it from the fan base. I won't be renewing at a 40% hike, but that's just me. I won't speak for others. Regarding the CFL Combine, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I'm a big CFL fan, but I don't necessarily need to watch the full coverage of it. I'm probably going to watch part of it. Well, he's watching this show streaming, so makes sense that he would uh, watch that streaming. Streaming's the way to go, as I see people are now talking about Tyler Henry. Well, yes and no. Game Plus TV is still our daddy, and we love them. By the way, I'm not sure who's opping in the Game Plus control room today. You guys want to send me a note? 902-518-3033. Tell me who's running the ship there in Toronto. Because they always love the NFL talk, those guys in Toronto at Game Plus. And here's today's... Where's my bell? What they were talking about on sports radio in Miami. Who's going to be the bigger disappointment this year? Can I remember? The Green Bay Packers or Kansas City Chiefs. I believe the Chiefs were the other option. Green Bay Packers or Kansas City Chiefs. Who's going to be the bigger flop? And I'm like, wow, how could I spin that to what we do on our show every day? It would be who's going to be the biggest disappointment for the Canadian Football League? Because I immediately thought about, see, this is sports radio. Get you thinking. That's what I've been doing with my blog since March 19th, 2006, getting you thinking. So initially, I'm like, why would the Packers be a disappointment? They just signed the most expensive quarterback in NFL history in Aaron Rodgers. They're still the Packers. And Kansas City, yeah, they just lost Tyreek Hill, but they wanted to lose Tyreek Hill. There's no reason to think either one's going to be a disappointment. But then I'm like, God, they got me. They got me. They got me talking about it. Right. Do you know what? Then that's the hook. That's the hook. Well, and you lose the two, probably the two biggest playmakers in the NFL. You know, Jamar Chase would be in that conversation. There's others, but those are probably the top two playmakers, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, right? And so now your quarter, those two quarterbacks don't have their number one targets. But let's not forget, you're not just one guy, one team, right? So. I think we're overreacting when we think that Green Bay and Kansas City are going to take these massive steps back. But, you know, I think it hurts Green Bay a lot more than it hurts Kansas City. Kansas City still has Kelsey. They just signed Juju Smith-Schuster. They still have Hardman, McCoyle Hardman. They got got some players, so they'll be okay. But again, that's how they get you. And it's... That's right. Because I'm sitting there going, this is fake news. This is... This is... This is bubblegum journalism, but I'm, I'm the idiot because I'm sitting here watching it. But this is what I did in the offseason for the Rough Riders for years. Get this stuff going, right, and that kind of thing. And it's then fun. I'm sitting there trying to relate it. It's awesome. And I'm sitting there trying to relate it to the CFL. I'm like, who would be the biggest disappointment in the CFL this year? Well, if BC flops, they're expected to flop. Uh, it, it could be the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It could be. Right? And maybe we'll revisit that 
coming back next hour. Just want to read a couple of comments here. Mike Blackbird says, my six Argos tickets for the season are $1,000. Six. But that's, listen, let's add up how many games you get. I get 34. You get 10. Just, just dicing it all. You know what I mean? Uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons, two of the guys that have had Pat's season tickets, one was for nine years. They're not renewing their tickets because it's now getting ridiculous. It went from $470 to almost $700. It's junior hockey. I don't know. In some markets in the States, and for the NHL, they pay that for one game. And people say that they're squeezing uh, the Bedard thing. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. I'll get to more of your comments later. Moose, I'll see you back here in hour two. What say you? See you then. Yeah, see you then. All right. Uh, folks, before we do break, got to tell you about Tough Tribe for Men. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four. ToughTribeForMen.com and Amazon Canada. Again, my Tough Tribe for Men got confiscated at the U.S.-Canada border. So I'm making do without my Tough Tribe for Men, and I miss it. You can order yours, and you'll have it within a couple of days at ToughTribeForMen.com. That's the number four. A guy that knows a lot about great hair joins us next. TSN's Leo Routens. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on the RP Show, on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Gorgeous day here in South Florida. We're reminding you to vote on our poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and it is, what are you following the most this weekend? What has you the most interested? March Madness, NHL, CFL Combine, or other? And there are a lot of votes, not surprisingly, for March Madness. Let's uh, bring in TSN NCAA men's basketball analyst Leo Routens, and of course you know him from Raptors fame as well. Hey, Leo, thanks for joining us today. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, not very great. My bracket was busted on opening weekend. I just had a hunch that UConn was going to go all the way, and they got bounced, and uh, here we are. How have you felt hey, the tournament's gone bracket, so far? Everybody's bracket's up. Uh, everybody's bracket is gone. I mean, here's the thing, though. It's, it, I've been saying this every year, and this year it's the most pronounced, most obvious, whatever you want to call it, that there's so much parity that there's no shock. There's no shock, you know, if, if St. Peter's beats Kentucky, I'm not sitting there, oh my God, how did that happen? I'm not shocked. Uh, and and here's, here's kind of my criteria for that. Back in my day, if you turned on the TV and if you saw Syracuse where I played and say a St. Peter's, you would not have to see the name on a uniform or anything. You could just look at, okay, that, that, that team of big athletes right there, that's Syracuse, those little guys, that's St. Peter's, right? You, you turn on the TV now, and if you don't know the uniforms, they're just athletes, man, great athletes. And if you have athletes, you can defend, you can run, 
You can rebound. All you got to do is get hot. And it's the most pressure situation you can imagine when it's a one-and-done tournament. So all the top seeds, they're playing with a lot of pressure, harder to make shots, and your athleticism can force them to miss shots. So you get going, you can win. Well, you know, uh, because, as you mentioned, you played at Syracuse, I wonder your take on the quality of play, because I was watching the other night, and I'm like, this looks like the NBA. Am I wrong that it's it's that high? It's a lot higher than it used to be, or am I completely out to lunch? I think what you're seeing, to me, is the athleticism, uh, the actual quality of play. I'll take an NBA game over a college game any day of the week. Uh, It's not even close to me. But, uh, I mean, look at the shooting percentages when you watch calling games. It's atrocious. I mean, the the shots are, you know, just one bad shot after another. And, again, these teams are just loaded up with athletes, and that's what they're trying to do is just pressure people in a – and you don't have a lot of guys that are great shooters, great scorers, great fundamentals. So, uh, and remember, you know, youth is a big part of it, obviously. Uh, even though this year's NCAA tournament is actually an older tournament based on the transfer portal. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't see a great brand of basketball, but it's certainly exciting. Well, and that's be- you have the trained eye, and that's why I asked. Now, speaking of one and done, uh, the pressure, the great stories, your take on Duke's play with uh, Coach K shutting her down when this is all said and done. I tell you, I've been impressed, and and, and here's why. Like I said, if you, you, you look at the games now and the teams, there's a lot of teams that have fifth- and sixth-year players right? Because of the COVID year, the transfer portal, guys are just bouncing all around. So it went from where um, schools and coaches had all the, all the protection to now players kind of have the freedom to move. And it's changed the game dramatically. When you look at Duke, this is a young team. It's a group of young players that are playing under immense pressure. You know, Coach K's last year, you don't want to be on that team that folds in the first round. You want to you send them out, you know, you know, as a champion, the way he deserves. So every time you step on a court, there's just so much pressure. And, and what I re- and you got to give Coach K credit for this: that this team struggled during the course of the season, but they got better, and they got better. There was no panic; just keep working, keep getting better. So now they're in the NCAA tournament, and I think what you're seeing is Coach K's greatness in bringing these guys to the point where they've adapted to the pressure. Uh, you know, they've gotten better all season long. And there was, there was a quote, Coach K, from last game uh, in their win over Texas Tech. He said, the guys came into the huddle and said, Coach, let us go back to man-to-man. We want to play man. And then they lay, they turn the game around the next three possessions. So his, his young guys matured. He trusted them. They trusted him. And now, look, they, they with Gonzaga being out, their, their opportunity uh, to go forward keeps getting better and better. From the viewers, Ryland Spencer's watching in Seattle. He says, I picked the two UNC wins, but also had Kentucky and Gazaga in the final four. LOL. Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, Leo speaks the truth. Uh, <laughs> did you mention your bracket? How are you doing, Leo, in terms of, like, how's your final four even looking? Uh, like everybody else, I'm, I, if right now, uh, potentially, I could have three out of four teams uh no two out of four in the final four so i mean hey i was doing great up until a few days ago <laughs> but uh you know it's the tournament the people that win these brackets go hey i like this nickname i like these colors 
you know, I remember this guy from way back here and uh, he played on this team. If you use all the basketball knowledge you have, you're not going to do well in this. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I know. That's why they call it gambling. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg is watching. He says, Leo, please say hi to Jack Armstrong for us. I've never met the man, but the TSN people tell me this guy is outrageously popular. Do you have a good Jack Armstrong story for us, Leo? Oh, I got a million Jack Armstrong stories. So I, most of them I can't share. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you this. The Jack, Jack's a, a great guy, and we have a lot of fun. You know, sometimes you see all these people working together on TV, and, and this is the reaction we actually get. We'll be out somewhere, and people go, man, you guys, like, hang out and actually like each other? You guys are having fun? And we do. We have a great time. You know, Matt Devlin, Jack Armstrong, you know, all the crew, Kate Burness, Kia Nurse, uh, we just got great people we work with, and uh, and we have a lot of fun. But uh, trust me, I, there's a lot of Jack Armstrong stories, but I'd have to check with him first on most of them. <laughs> I got why well, he seems like that kind of guy. And the they also want to know the viewers want to know your thoughts on if Scotty Barnes could win NBA Rookie of the Year. Could he? Absolutely. Uh, if the Raptors can continue to make a push and and solidify a playoff spot, uh, it'd be hard not to. Uh, give him strong, strong. Well, he's already got strong consideration, but that might push him into the lead. Uh, you know, here, here's the thing that uh, it's almost like he's an old soul, right? Uh, there's a lot of old school to his game. First of all, his basketball IQ is off the chart. Uh, for a rookie to come in and to understand angles, defense, all this stuff, the way he does is really incredible. And he's become a player that you know, all coaches have that guy that you just want to keep him on the floor, right? You just think good things happen when he stays on the floor. Scotty Barnes is one of those guys. You know, Nick Nurse even said he's a point center. Play him at guard, play him at center, play him at forward, play him at power forward. Just play him. Keep him on the floor. Uh, that's, for a rookie, that's rare. Uh, and the one thing that jumped out on me day one, uh, if I, you know, if, you're ba if you go to basketball people, so I must say I'm a basketball guy, right? And you ask me, hey, who are the best post-up guys in the league? I'd have to stop and go, uh, let me see. Uh, the fact that I got to hesitate to answer that question tells you there's just not many of them anymore. And you used to go back in the league I played, and guys would take you down low and kick your rear end down there, right? Scotty Barnes has that. He takes guys in a post, left hand, right hand, doesn't matter, bigger, fine, smaller, you're dead. He just abuses guys down low. That's a lost art. Nobody does that anymore. So the fact that this guy can come into the NBA and do that, I think he does so many things well that, uh, you know, he absolutely has to be in strong consideration for rookie of the year. Well, what's been impressive is the Raps win the championship, go through a rebuild, and here they are again. They had a slow start, but they've rebounded, and they're so much fun to watch and uh, looking to be in the playoffs again. Leo, thanks for the time. I know it's one of your busiest uh, weekends of the year. Enjoy the basketball, man. Hopefully we can do it again soon. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to come on. Thanks. One of the great athletes from that Southern Ontario region, Leo Routens from the NBA on TSN and NCAA on TSN. We'll be back with viewer takeover for Taco Time after this break. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states, including Florida. And if you missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts at Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
You're looking live, beautiful South Florida, as we roll on with a Flame Tech Football Friday, and we roll into uh, viewer takeover. For Taco Time, with over 120 locations across Canada, there's always a Taco Time near you. All of our ingredients are sourced in Canada. By the way, we got breaking news on this Friday from the CFL. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers announced today the addition of Jason Hogan to the coaching staff as running backs coach for this season. He'll be one of the new faces on Mike O'Shea's coaching staff this season. Replaces Pete Costanza, who left to go to the Argos. A Montreal product, Hogan brings a wealth of experience to the Blue Bombers coaching staff, having most recently served as the assistant offensive coordinator, running backs and wide receivers coach with the Montreal Carabins after originally joining the staff in 2018 as quarterbacks coach. Thank you, Blue Bombers, for the news release. And uh, before I do turn it over to the viewers, some other sports notes on this Friday. John Herdman remains confident the Canadian men's soccer team will clinch their spot in the World Cup. The team's head coach says his squad still controls its destiny after Thursday night's 1-0 loss to Costa Rica. In qualifying, Canada now has an opportunity to book its ticket to Qatar 2022 on home soil Sunday when they host Jamaica in Toronto. Five NHL games tonight. The Jets look to rebound from last night's loss to the Senators as they host Patrick Laine and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Jets radio broadcaster Jamie Thomas coming up to kick off Hour 2. Later, the Pacific Division leading Flames entertain the struggling Coyotes in Calgary. Meanwhile... The Vegas Golden Knights say Brett Howden was taken to hospital in stable condition after going headfirst into the boards last night. The former Moose Jaw Warriors wheeled off the ice on a stretcher following the frightening injury. Golden Knights went on to beat the Predators 6-1. Evgeny Dadanov getting a goal and two helpers just days after Vegas attempted to trade him to the Anaheim Ducks in a deal that was later scuttled by the league. Honestly, can you imagine being Dadanov walking back into the dressing room after the team tried to trade you earlier in the week and it was nullified poor guy canada's Kerry anerson has work to do heading into the final day of round robin action at the women's world curling championship anerson had and her rank dropped an 8-7 decision to south korea last night and now said tied for third with south korea in the standings the canadians will cap the round robin play with games against germany and the czech republic today this sports update for ballers rec room check out our brand new line of games for the tap brew house and drive through liquor store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Um, there's not a lot of time left here for viewer takeover. I feel like we can roll this over into hour two. I see Craig Campbell's watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He says, for those who like hockey history, the Hockey Hall of Fame just received the donation of two tickets from the Howie Morenz Memorial Game on November 2nd, 1937. Wow, check that out. We're out of time for hour one see after this break for hour two on game plus and youtube head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed for more rod peterson on demand visit rodpeterson.com What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.